Well, thanks. Yeah, no for this it's brilliant and uh, you know an absolute pleasure to meet you and uh, it's you know it's incredible so obviously after you retired did you think I want to stay in this industry I love this industry and I want to stay in the winter sports industry or I wasn't sure okay you know because it, it's it's hard for me to like I can't watch women's racing like I'm still kind of you know mourning the loss of my skiing career okay um, but you know, I, I still feel like there's so much that I have to give. You know, I, I know so much about the sport and um, I, I wanted to be able to express that knowledge and my, and my personal style at the same time. And so when Head approached me about expanding to outerwear, it was like, I'm not sure if I want to do this, but I really want to do this. And, you know, of course, we've had a long-standing relationship with Head, but... Um, you know, if I'm putting my name on something, it has to be special. Yeah, and, sure. and Rowan was kind of the guy that I saw he was going to lead the ship in the right direction. And um, I think he's a great partner. You've come out of an amazing ski career, obviously the world's greatest skier. <laughs> Thank you. And how, does, how do you feel about going into something, I mean, obviously it's in the same industry, but it's a very different kind of role. Yeah. Does that, first of all, does that put pressure on you in some ways to, to think I need to achieve this, I need to be as successful as what I do next as what I have been in the past? I mean, I think that's just my mentality in general, no matter what I'm doing. You know, I always want to give the best, um, give 110%. I want to work as hard as I can. I want to be the best at what I do. I, I, I know, whiskey is, I know, I'm thinking that's just, that's incredible. I mean, physically that is yeah. absolutely incredible, but would you, would you do anything differently to enable your career to have gone on longer, but but be willing to compromise some of the success that you had within that career? Would you have said to yourself 15 years ago, you know what, I want to ski until I'm, I want to compete until I'm in my 40s, for example, or whatever, and, but, but actually I'll, I'll take some of those accolades away to do that. Or would you just not change anything? No, I wouldn't change anything. Okay. Because, you know, not just as a racer, but as a person, you know, all of these, all of the challenges that I've had, all of the crashes and surgeries, it all, you know, made me into the person I am today. You know, it it showed me how to really work hard in, in more ways than one. You know, it's, it's one thing to be successful um, when you're healthy. It's another thing to continue to be successful after you've had a major injury and to do it again and again and again took a lot of you know personal like internal strength that I didn't know that I had mm. you know and and so that's why I I feel like life is so amazing because I know what can happen when things are taken away from you you know during your career you were you're really vocal about racing and competing against men yeah and do you do you regret the fact that you didn't get the chance to yeah. do that yeah I do um, I think maybe, you know, even though I didn't get to race with them, maybe I should have just forerun or done something, you know, but it just also was such a long process, like no one really took me seriously for so long, you know, it was like five years before anyone really, you know, paid attention to what I was actually saying, that I was serious, and, um, you know, by, by the time I actually was heard, I was you know, so injured and so far from what I used to be as far as, you know, my performance and physical ability that wasn't really possible anymore, you know? I, I don't know, it, 
it was frustrating to me because okay. if people, if I, if I were to have had a chance, I think I would have done pretty well, and I think it would have been an amazing memory, and I think it would have been amazing for the sport and yeah. women in general. But yeah, um, and you were in kids football yesterday. I mean, do you do you think that women should have the opportunity to be racing in some of those classic places where I mean, there's some brilliant, amazing courses on the women's World Cup downhill circuit as well. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I've always Kitzbühel, wanted to ski. Bingen, you yeah, know, I mean, Kitzbühel like, and Bingen are like the two places that I've always wanted to ski. I've never wanted to race there, um, okay. but I just wanted, you know, I don't, everyone's like, oh, it's so scary, it's so difficult, but it's also so amazing. You know, the atmosphere, the fans, the venue, it, it all creates this incredible history and excitement to ski racing that. I don't think always people appreciate mountain. I'm like, you guys are so lucky. You know, yeah, it's gnarly and a lot of people get hurt, right. but the opportunity is incredible. It's like the Olympics, yeah. you know, it's it's an amazing opportunity and it's a privilege, I think. So what was your favorite downhill track that you've ever raced? I mean, Lake Louise and Cortina were always my top. You know, Lake Louise, obviously, I've had so much success there, and Cortina is just so beautiful, and also, you know, just a really good track for me. I, I felt like Cortina is very high speed and very technical. It's kind of like yeah. the epitome of downhill, and uh, I just wish we had more fans there, you know. I, I think okay. now the Olympics are coming and the World Championships, I think there's going to be a lot more people coming, but those are my two favorites. I'm just... Very quickly, like we, we we're from the UK actually. I mean, yeah. you know, we, yeah, we yeah. love our skiing. Really, I couldn't tell with your accent. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we, we produce Ave and, and and down the line, you know, Alan Baxter. Yeah. You know, some uh, also. Yeah, Emma Alan Carrigan, was really good. Graham. Graham and Martin, you yeah. know, on, on that the downhill side. But you also didn't come from the mountains yourself. No. I mean, you had to move to the mountains to make that work. Did that help your career in a way that you're competing yeah. against people that are from the mountains, but you thought, you know what, I can I can do better than them, and I'm not even from the mountains? Or did that not? I never really looked at like that. I just, I mean, you know, growing up in Minnesota, you don't have any other option but to train. There's no free skiing. There's no powder. Yeah. You, know, you have the rope toe and a 25 second slalom course, and that's <laughs> all you got. And I loved it. So, yeah. And so I I have a passion for training for for you know skiing and. Um, not necessarily powder skiing and so when I moved to the mountains you know I would sometimes be the only person on the course because everyone else was out powder skiing and I was out training and so it just taught me a different work ethic and a different mindset you know I I love the course that's that's what I was passionate about and uh, now I have to learn to be passionate about powder because it's a lot better on the body oh, yeah. <laughs> I was, well it's a lot easier. <laughs> pretty nice too. Yeah. My last question is going to be really short. Where are you going skiing next? And can, can I come along too, please? <laughs> <laughs> I think the next place I'm going skiing is uh, Steamboat. Okay. Yeah. Sounds cool. All yeah. Right. Well, I haven't been to Steamboat since I was a kid. So oh, wow. okay. I look forward to going back. Maybe see you on the slopes and I'll wave at you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Lindsay. Thank you guys so Thanks much. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you.